Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. So today on my podcast, I've got the absolutely lovely Cheryl Muir. So I first met Cheryl at the Hay House Writers course back in November. And uh, along with Karen, who I met there as well, and I've had her on the podcast, I thought it was only right to have a chat with Cheryl and introduce her here on the podcast because Cheryl's work has resonated with me so much over the last few months. And as a twin flame expert, I thought there was no better person than to have Cheryl on the podcast to answer all of your lovely questions all about twin flames and Cheryl's work is probably the first work that I've come across that I really just see such truth in it and it's just so authentic and really like I vibe with it so hopefully all of this vibes with you guys as well and it can really help you answer your twin flame questions so thank you Cheryl for joining me today Oh, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the absolutely tremendous introduction. That was so lovely and so heartfelt. <laughs> no problem <laughs> at all. So um, first of all, like just explain who you are to people, what you do and how you got into this. Absolutely. So as, as you said, I'm Cheryl Muir and I'm a Twin Flame guide. I'm also a catalyst for Twin Flame healing and ascension. And my whole mission is helping to heal the divine feminine heart one twin at a time so it's all about heart healing all about stepping into our divine feminine power and I'm a twin flame myself somewhat obviously um I met my twin uh, just over a year ago and it has been the most intense journey of my life I've been on my path of spiritual and personal development since 2010 so it was not my first rodeo at all but when I met my twin um things really hit the fan and when I tried to look for information the information out there was just not helpful so that's why I do this work now and it's such a compliment Emma for you to say that my work is really authentic and resonates with you uh, more than anything else that really means a lot and that's that's why I'm doing this work so that's a little about me and what I do in terms of the way I work it's a mixture of coaching and then healing through guided meditations um, and just traditional coaching work um, really as well as any intuitive and psychic information I get through um, yeah and it's the joy of my life to do this work it really is amazing and like you say like twin flames I think everybody has this maybe perception that like having a twin flame is all sunshine <laughs> and roses and I'm like 
Hell no. <laughs> no, it's um, it just turned 11-11, by the way, if you've seen that. Oh my god, yes, it is 11-11. <laughs> and you mentioned before that we first met at Hay House. Wasn't that on November 11th? Yeah, it was. It was November 11th. We met 11-11, hello. <laughs> I mean, I just love the way the divine works. Um, yeah, but the Twin Flame journey, it's uh, and we'll obviously get into it in a minute, but... Uh, it's not this fairy tale love and I think the people that wonder do I have a twin flame if you haven't met anyone that resembles it then honestly I wouldn't even concern yourself like obviously like you know listen and learn and, and, and get that spiritual food from us but I would really guard against people searching for this person um, not everyone is a twin first of all and we'll you know we'll get into this but um, don't be searching for someone if you haven't met someone that is a twin like everyone's special everyone's sacred whether it's a twin or a soulmate or a whoever um, and you know it's like you said Emma it's not a fairy tale it's it's really a, it's a spiritual path and it's a journey of healing and it's about the relationship we have with ourselves and it actually has nothing to do ironically it has nothing to do with the relationship we have with our twin brilliant so that leads us very nicely into the first question from one of my followers which is is a twin flame the same as a soulmate and if not what are the differences oh that's such a good question and by the way i'm so so excited and so deeply honored to be answering questions from your followers i know your community is really a beautiful beautifully beautiful group of people that you've you've um, brought together with your energy and I'm just really honored to to answer these questions and um, as for the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate it is very very different um, I think perhaps the the first thing is to explain what a twin flame is so that people understand what that is and really demystify it as I mentioned before not everyone is a twin people sometimes get a bit upset with me when I say that but it's really good that we're not all twins because if there were seven billion twin flames in the world our planet actually is not designed in terms of the energy infrastructure to contain that much energy on the planet so it's really really good that not everyone's a twin and that we have this spiritual diversity and we're all on our own journey and also i think the world would just crumble if we were all on our twin flame journey it would be just too much it'd be too intense um so what is a twin flame a twin flame is one soul in two bodies so in the place in the cosmos where souls are made some souls contain so much energy and so much matter that they actually split into two and they split into two energy centers which are the divine masculine and the divine feminine and these energy centers incarnate over many lifetimes in other words they're in human bodies in vessels um, and they incarnate over many lifetimes and, and encounter one another over many lifetimes and the whole goal is to complete our soul contract in each lifetime so not to blow everyone's minds too much but in the in-between worlds in between lives when our soul is up in the places where souls hang out between incarnations um, when we're there we decide we make agreements with our twin and with the divine about the lessons that we're going to learn on earth school and we say okay in this incarnation we're going to teach each other this and we're going to do this this and this and this is what we're going to learn so really the twin flame journey is about completing that soul contract and as for what that soul contract is it's basically uh, healing the thing that hurts the most so whatever is your deepest pain whether you're very triggered by abandonment wounds I know I was and that's been some of my biggest work whatever it is that feels like the deepest pain that causes the deepest pain is your biggest wound and that that ultimately is your soul contract and your twin if you're not sure what that is your twin will show you so don't worry um as for the difference between twin flames and soulmates they're both soul uh, connections and and soul catalysts 
the best way i've heard it described, and this is by a beautiful twin flame psychic actually on youtube called ileana. um she's divine soul eleven twenty two and she's really, really beautiful um she describes this as twin flames are here for lessons and soulmates are here for blessings and i really, really love that because twin flame connections can be very chaotic at first um not always, but they often are. And, and that chaos is because we're triggering each other to purge, heal, grow and ascend. Whereas with soulmates, the way that looks, if you're looking at a soulmate relationship, is it's the people that meet and fall in love and everything's easy and they progress to commitment very quickly and they live happily ever after. That's usually a soulmate. Now, it's interesting because people think that's what a twin flame is and it's not. Now, not to overcomplicate it, but with soulmates, the way they're made is they're made from the same star stuff as us, the same cosmic material as us. They're not split, so we're not sharing a soul with our soulmates, but they're made in the same place in the cosmos where when our souls were created. Soulmates can be friends, uh, very close co-workers. It's the people you meet at personal development and spiritual events where you just click and you're friends forever. They're your soulmates, they're your soul family. So soulmates are not always romantic. Twin flames are always romantic, particularly in this lifetime because our intimacy is where our deepest wounds are housed. I personally can tell you, like, I think I'm doing really well, you know, like I'm spiritual, I'm on this path. And then I get into a relationship and I go, oh, this is bringing up all my neuroses and I feel like a crazy person. So there's something about relationships, romantic relationships that trigger our deepest stuff. And that's where Twin Flame is either a romantic partner or a potential romantic partner. So that's the difference between soulmates and Twin Flames. Perfect. And what are the next question is, what are some signs or examples that you've possibly encountered a Twin Flame? Mm, such a good question so there's an intensity unlike anything you've ever experienced before it's it's so beyond words and it's it's really because it's beyond human it's it's really tough to um find the words to actually explain what this is about which is such a an interesting part of my work because i write so how do i explain this spirit help me out channel some stuff here um, so there are really five top signs. I actually did a video on this. So if someone wants to check that out on my um, YouTube, on my Facebook page, it's there. And it's called um, How Do I Know If I Am a Twin Flame? So the first sign is recognition at first sight. We've heard of love at first sight. This is recognition at first sight. In other words, you feel really familiar with this person. You feel as if you know them. Um, the second sign is this really extreme and inexplicable emotional reaction at really small actions from your twins. So they, you know, look at you a certain way or they say something very benign, very small, and you like flip your lid, you know, it's, it's very extreme. And that's because you're remembering all the stuff you went through in past lifetimes and you're clearing that karma. And it feels your reaction to them will be completely out of whack with what they did. They'll do something really small and you're like, you know, go into a tailspin. Um, the third sign is rapid up-leveling. So I've only known my twin a year and I have packed into the past 12 months more healing than I thought was possible to do in five or 10 years. So it's this really condensed, very, very efficient uh, process of, of healing. The fourth sign is past life remembrance. So you will remember past lives that you have together. Now, if you're new to the past life thing, this might sound a bit heavy and a bit difficult to get into, but, but past life remembrance can be something really simple like feeling really pulled to 
uh, a period in history or a certain culture or a certain country when you don't have any rational reason to do so. Um, for example, I was watching the movie Dunkirk, albeit I already knew my past life connection to the world wars, um, but I was watching that and I got goosebumps everywhere and my whole being was saying, yes, 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 I know this, I recognise this, I remember this. And that's really random because I, you know, I haven't particularly studied that period in history any more than anyone else at school, right? So it's that feeling of this is familiar to me. I feel like I was there. I know it. So there's that past life remembrance. And then the fourth, fourth thing really is um, telepathy and psychic awakening. So whether or not you, you believe in this or if you think you are psychic or intuitive or not, um, what this is, is basically you will be, um, your psychic development will be accelerated and you will have this very difficult to explain and hard to understand if you haven't experienced it, uh, telepathy with your twin. Uh, you will be able to, to hear their, their thoughts and know what they're thinking and know where they're going through. This might come through in um, hearing things in your internal mind or um, seeing signs and synchronicities, getting messages through music when it feels like they're talking to you. Um, it can be pictures that come up in your mind. It can be a whole range of different things. It can be the feeling or the knowing. So all of the clairs uh, kick into place, the clairsentience, claircognizance, clairaudience and clairvoyance, they all start firing really really rapidly and that you might feel like you're going crazy when that happens the first couple times but when it keeps happening and when you have it confirmed by you know next time you speak to your twin they say something and you go oh that actually confirms the message I got through psychically um then that that really confirms that the telepathy side so there's five signs again um recognition at first sight the extreme and inexplicable emotional reactions at very small actions from your twin Third, the rapid up-leveling, the very, very quick healing. Fourth is the past life remembrance. And the fifth thing is the telepathy between twins and the psychic awakening. Um, if this sounds completely wild and, and crazy to you, then it's likely you haven't experienced this and you haven't experienced the twin flame thing, which is totally fine. But if you are a twin and you're nodding going, how does she know this? Why is she reading my mind? It's because you've experienced the twin flame dynamic. So I hope that sheds a little bit of light on what this looks like in a very real way and I also want to add no you're not going crazy because that is a very very common feeling um when you meet your twin so I, I hope that helps I can totally relate to that and I actually watched your Facebook video last night funnily enough and, oh, um, did you? I just felt drawn to it. I was like oh I'm gonna watch this like even though I know I'm a twin I was like I'm gonna watch this and it's so weird because I've never heard those signs before but I could relate to absolutely every single one like we met our twins in the same week I think we discussed before we did I and know we're, well we're in the salt, same soul family 100% totally yeah and yeah, it was like the transition I've had in my spirituality over the last 12 months is crazy. Like the up leveling yeah. I've done is just insane. And it's amazing because it's got me to such an incredible point. But obviously it's been quite turbulent and it's been quite, you know, <laughs> yeah. scary. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm losing my shit here. Like what the <laughs> hell is going on? Like I thought this was meant to be like happy and calm and amazing. And here I am like, ah. So I totally, yeah. totally relate to every single point. And I think so many people who hear this can probably relate to it as well. So the next question is, can you have more than one twin flame? Oh, this is such a juicy question. Um, I, I like, I don't want to put this intention out into the universe, but I do usually get a bit of hate mail when I talk about this. Um, so we do only have one twin flame. So the trouble with saying you have multiple twin flames is that we are trying to trick ourselves into not doing the work. 
when you know there's only one person that can mirror you in quite this way and trigger you in quite this way, it forces you to do the work. Whereas if you think, oh, heck, there's going to be another one along in a minute, then it circumvents the healing process. And you think, well, this person isn't that different or special and this person isn't triggering my stuff, which they obviously are. Um, it basically is a way of avoiding the work. So there is one. And that can feel, like, I'm just going to be really honest, that can feel really, really terrifying, this feeling of like losing this one person. Now, just because they're a twin, it doesn't mean they are quote unquote the one, because I hear this a lot. So we have hundreds of soulmates. We only have one twin. So people say, oh, so your twin is quote unquote the one. Not necessarily. It serves a very, very specific purpose of, you know, as we've discussed, that rapid up leveling, that healing, that growth and ascension. It may end in a romantic relationship with them. It may not. It depends on two things, which is your soul contract, i.e. have you done the work? And second is free will, good old human choice, right? We can choose, which is beautiful. Uh, but yes, we do only have one uh, twin. We do have hundreds of soulmates that are made out of the same uh, material um, as us. But also, if someone's saying things like, oh, we have multiple tw twin flames, I would really, really challenge the uh, the question, have you actually experienced this? Because I know, Emma, you have, and it's unlike anything else. You you know that there's only one person that influences you and triggers you and that you're connected to in quite this way. Again, it doesn't make it worse or better than other connections. We're all special, but it is so different from anything else that you've been through. Um, so yes, we we do only have one. And as we said, it's not a fairy tale romance. It's about the relationship you have with yourself. And knowing that there's one forces you to look at that. Thinking there's more, just you think, oh, it's like a bus. There's going to be another one along in a minute. No, there's not. And if you think that, your twin will keep coming back because their soul will be put. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. ...back to you and they will be triggering the heck out of you um, to force you to do the work if you're, if you're not um, choosing to do it. 
Definitely. And I think also like it's interesting because a lot of my friends in my group, they kind of have soulmate relationships and they always, you oh, know, yeah. they've got incredible soulmate relationships and they're so happy. And then they kind of like look at me and they're like, are you sure? Like, should it, should it be smooth sailing? Like, you know, it's just easy. And like, I've heard that so much. Everyone's like, it's just easy. And I'm like, right but I know that like this shit isn't meant to be easy like you know you've got healing to do you've got so much to bring to the surface so in a way like I'm kind of grateful for the journey because it's Mm. put me in such a great place that you know it doesn't matter what happens either way because I've healed I've become such a better person and that's going to help so many people through my work and I'm sure you can agree Mm. with that yeah I just feel like you're sort of reading my soul at the moment I mean I feel exactly the same like no matter what happens you know I send him so much love genuinely and I'm so grateful yes I have my moments yes I'm still working through some of the emotional stuff but um you know and I'll always do the work but what I've learned is helping so many people and it's it's been such an efficient way of healing. It's been very turbulent. It's been very dark at times. It has not been easy. Um, but I'm so grateful for for him, his human incarnation, and his soul for for doing the job that that he agreed to do, which is to trigger me and to wake me up even further and to to push me into this work. So reaching that place of gratitude is the goal. However, um, if you're not there yet, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, I'm not grateful, I'm like this, I'm thinking, what fresh hell is this? This is like 50 cans of crazy, you know, shit's hitting the fan. Um, if you're in that place, it's okay. Don't jump to gratitude. Like in the Twin Flame community, there's this, um, I'm just going to call it a disease that's going around called being unconditional love. Now, that's such a dangerous thing to say to twins that are doing the work because unconditional love is such a high vibration and the emotions that are brought up because of the karmic clearing when we meet our twin, those emotions are so dense and so heavy. We are so far from unconditional love that if we try to think that that's the goal, we really um, stop ourselves from from doing the work because we can't even fathom how we can get there because it's such a big leap. So deal with the emotions as they come up and eventually through the um, the accelerated up leveling, you know, like myself and Emma have just said, you will get to a point of feeling really grateful for the experience. But if you're not there yet, please don't judge yourself. It's a process and you are where you are and you're doing your best. So don't don't try and circumvent the healing to get to unconditional love if you have emotions coming up that are dense and heavy please deal with them please heal them in whatever way you feel that they need to be healed whether it's traditional counseling and coaching or whether it's energy work seeing a shaman a psychic whatever it is um deal with those heavy emotions and you will get to that place we just talked about of feeling genuinely very grateful and very in awe of the the gift that was presented to you for your growth and your healing Brilliant. So the next question is, how can you find harmony in the runner chaser dynamic and how can twin flames cope with any outside pressures they may experience that influences their relationship? This is another absolutely brilliant question. Um, So it's actually sort of split into two. So what I'm going to do is tackle it from the perspective of the runner chaser dynamic, because that is something that does happen in the twin flame experience and as soon as i googled twin flames the first thing that came up was runner chaser i thought this sounds really familiar Um, and the second part was about the outside pressure so i'm actually going to tackle those separately Um, the first thing runner chaser so the question i would pose is what would you do if someone was chasing you right you would run right (laughs) you know we've all had those dreams where someone's chasing you and you're like running so stop chasing and also the divine feminine energy when you're in that place and when you're really in your power you're in a place of 
trusting and knowing, you're receiving, you're connected to your heart, you're leading with your heart, you feel very abundant, very loving, you're creating, you're birthing projects, right? That's divine feminine energy. And when we're in our divine feminine power, we we don't chase. We don't chase partners or men. We don't chase clients. We don't, you know, we, we don't have that desperation energy. Yes, of course, like, you know, myself and Emma, we both run businesses. We both are masters of execution. So let's not discount the career side. But it's not coming from a place of desperation. It's really flowy work that is action orientated, but it's not desperate. It's not chasing. So if you are chasing your twin, that comes from wounding of that can take many different forms. But your job is to heal those wounds. So if you're in runner chaser, there's there's a soul contract that's not been fulfilled. So do the, the work on healing those wounds. Now, as for this outside pressures, this is a really, really interesting one. So with the signs of twin flames, one thing I didn't mention, which is I didn't mention it because it's almost really obvious, is that twin flames come from very, very different worlds like on a human level so they might be different um different nationalities a different race you might have a very different religion and this is all about breaking down those templates of what love looks like obviously though in a very very human earth-based sense that can cause a lot of friction like if you were brought up very differently one of you is from money the other one isn't you know there's a class thing or a race or a religion thing all those really really heavy um very historically loaded issues do come into play but here's the thing, if if you're talking about outside influences like um, your twin's family or his friends or his co-workers or dare I say if he's in a relationship, um, that's his soul contract, right? That's his work with those people and we can't get involved with that. We also have soul contracts with people in our lives, our family, um, karma to clear there. It's likely we were in past lives with our families. We, our families are chosen, are chosen on purpose, right? That's not an accident that we were birthed at a certain place at a certain time when the cosmos were aligned in a certain way. Like if you get into birth charts and astrology, it's really, really fascinating. Um, but it's all on purpose. So we have to figure out why was I born into this type of family? What's my soul contract with my mom, my dad, my brother, my whoever? and do that work and then know and trust that's being back in that divine feminine energy know and trust that your twin will do the same but we cannot get involved in their soul contracts we've got to heal our own so we can't start meddling in their family and all of that just it's keep your side of the street clean and trust that your twin is going to do the same amazing i love that and yeah so what's the oh you spoke about the pressures didn't you about um how to cope with any outside pressures didn't you yeah 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 it's you know it's it's so interesting because we we start to create these problems in our mind of oh well he's in this situation so that's blah 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 but that's his stuff in my birth chart and I forget the actual terminology for it but basically part of my work is not getting involved in other people's dramas so I've got to really work at that it's so easy for me to be the fixer and to step in and to try and heal everyone when actually I've got to work on myself first. So whatever he's going through is his stuff. And I've got to trust that he's strong enough because we're the same. He's my twin. He's strong enough to sort that out himself. So please, twins, try not to get involved in stuff that's not your soul contract. Because all you're doing is actually creating more karma that needs to be cleared. And it just delays the whole process. And I think also like something in my own personal journey that really helps me to cut the cycle of the runner chaser was 
something which I just saw on YouTube. And again, it was like a video that just totally resonated with me and I'd never heard before and never seen before. And it was that they are actually holding just one big mirror to you. So when I actually looked Mm -hmm. at the issues and things that were on his side, I was like, shit. When I really got real and really opened up, I was like, fuck, this is within me. Like. I've yeah. got these problems too. And I like hidden them and pushed them down to the surface. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I hear you completely. And with the mirroring thing, that's such a great point. And what it is, is your twin is holding the mirror, but your twin is not your reflection. And this is a massive misconception within the twin flame community. So if someone has you know, heard the terminology and God forbid, Googled it, like if you Google twin flames, my goodness, like all manner of stuff is going to come up and it will put you in a tailspin. Um, But what it will talk about, what you will find is this idea of mirroring. And some people will say your twin is your reflection. That's not true. Your twin is actually holding the mirror. So if your twin is your reflection, like I've heard all, I've had some like hate on Twitter about this. It was really, really interesting. It's from some other people that that do twin flame work. And one of their followers like started like saying really weird stuff to me online. But they were saying um, your twin is, like if you're if your twin is rejecting you, it's because you're rejecting yourself, and that's because your twin flames your mirror. Well, yeah, but they're not your reflection. So if there is rejection happening, your twin's holding the mirror, and the rejection is going to be triggering things like your abandonment wounds, your codependency, your neediness. I mean, just a cocktail of the things that I've been healing over the past year, to be completely honest and authentic. And that's what they're showing you. But we can't get into that what I call spiritualizing of dysfunction um, and saying, oh, I'm my twin, therefore we're exactly the same. Well, we're actually quite different from our twin, right? Because of the yin and yang, they will have very different personality quirks. And that's because we're, we're a complete whole together if we choose to do that. Um, but it's really, really important that we understand our twin is holding the mirror so we can look at ourself. But the reflection that we're looking at is ourself. It's not our twin, right? So it's, it's that's a really small distinction to make but I think a very important one so that we don't take on our twin stuff as if it's our own we've got to work on ourselves first that's like the main thing that we need to do totally agree with that 100% so the last question is why do twin flames separate and what can we do to heal ourselves when we feel certain that they're coming back oh another really really juicy question um so as I mentioned, I think uh, before, there are two factors that really influence whether we're in a relationship with our twin or not. The first is our soul contract with them, which is the work we agreed to do when we came here in this body at this time. And our soul contracts involve the doing of the work. Um, and then free will. Free will is the other factor. Good old fashioned choice. You know, we might choose to not be with our twin. They might choose not to be with us. It's a choice. It's it's intense. It's not for everyone. Um, I'm very blessed to know um, some genuine twin flame couples in my life, um, some of whom I knew before I'd even heard the terminology twin flame. I just knew there was something about them. And now I look back and I go, oh, shit, they're twins, of course. Right. Um, so but what I know of those people and they, they say this to me, like this is the most difficult relationship I've been in. This is not easy. Yes, there, there's that bliss. And it's the most love that you can possibly feel. But at the same time, it's not a walk in the park. Right. Um so we might choose to do something else or we might choose when we see where our twins are. You, you might say, you know what? I do love you unconditionally and I am grateful for you, but I'm choosing the, the best thing for me right now, which is to work on me and to be with myself. And I cannot be with you right now because you're not in a, a healthy, energetic state and I'm not willing to 
drag myself down to that energetic frequency. I'm going to hold my energetic frequency high. And that gives you the opportunity, twin, to rise up and meet me here. But I'm not going to um, lower my frequency, uh, disrespect my boundaries, uh, accept low value behavior, because that's not serving either of us, right? And that's a choice. Um, and your twin can choose not to do the work. If they choose not to do that, it's probably not going to go that well for, well for them. And the universe will will come in with, I'm sure we've heard the terminology of like, they come in with either a, a feather or a truck. So you want to be them to be coming in with a feather, which is the whispers, the synchronicities, the signs, and you're following them. You don't want the universe to have to bring in a truck and completely, you know, lay, metaphorically, of course, lay you out and you know, things get really, really bad for you if you're not doing the work. So yeah, you know, it's, it's all a choice. Um, and what I really want to do as well is kind of ch really lovingly challenge the person who asked the question, um, you know, what can we do when we separate and what can we do to heal ourselves when we feel certain they're coming back? It feels like from that question, gorgeous, gorgeous soul who asked this, it feels like you're really counting on your twin coming back. That's what I'm feeling from it. If you're ready, and only if you're ready, and, and everyone can can try this and, and do create some space to go through this, because this is going to bring up a lot of stuff, and I want to be very loving and gentle with this. But if you're ready, play with this scenario. And the scenario is this. He's not coming back. Now, just take a breath now that you've heard that. And just really think to yourself, okay, how does that feel? It's likely not going to feel very good. What does it trigger? What does it bring up in you? Where does it hurt? And where did that wound come from? And then go and heal that wound. That's your soul contract, right? Where the deepest pain is. And, and it's your soul contract with your twin to heal that core wound. And this is the best thing for you. And somewhat ironically, the best way to help your twin and the best chance of you getting back together with your twin is to heal that wound. So counting on that kind of leaning on that crutch, really, of, oh, he's coming back. You don't really have to heal anything then. If you say to yourself, you know what? I don't know that he's coming back. And then if you say he's not coming back, how does that feel? For me, that spun, you know, when I, I created this, I, I really spun out and I was like, oh, my God, he's not coming back. And then cue abandonment and codependency. And I mean, you name it. Now, you cannot get into a relationship with your twin or stay in a relationship with your twin if those wounds haven't been healed anyway. So that's a really fast way of healing. It's not going to feel very good uh, as you're purging that. Um, but leaning on the the guarantee that they're going to come back is avoiding the healing in some way. And I say that with so much love and so much respect, but we can't we can't count on that. Right. We, we've got to be ourselves. We've got to stand on our own two feet and be in our power. And we can still do that and be very loving and send them so much love energetically. Um, but we have to be OK on our own. That's part of our work. And again, ironically, that's the fastest way to get back with them. I know that's really a bit of a head fuck. Um, but yeah, I hope that answers the question. Brilliant. Perfect. So Cheryl, how can my followers find all your amazing work online then? Uh, they can find me on pretty much all social medias. My handle is at Cheryl J. Muir on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I have um, new meditations every Wednesday, a blog every Friday and also Twin Flame Weekly on Mondays where I answer more Twin Flame questions like this. Uh, my website is CherylMuir.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl, for coming on here. Like the questions have been amazing. So thank you to everybody who asked them. And yeah, it's just been such a good podcast to talk all about twins. And obviously it's helped me even more as well. I always learn about twins when I speak with you. So thank you so much.
It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for creating the space to talk about twins. So thank you for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I hope you absolutely enjoyed this episode with Cheryl. So as per usual, I will link Cheryl's website down below so you can go and check it out. And if you want to know anything more about myself or my work, you can find everything at emmamumford.co.uk, including my new webinars, merchandise, and my YouTube videos and blog posts. Thank you so much, guys. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Lots of love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.